0: You have no idea how much this episode blew my mind. I am your host Regina Adams, and this is week two of Weenus a Friends podcast. If you've wandered here by accident, please don't leave us. We are going to be covering season one, episode two today, also known as the one with the sonogram at the end. I don't have a lot to say right now, and not because it was a bad episode. But because I don't want to spoil anything right out the gate, I will say that I thought episode one had interesting data. This episode is so much better. It introduces a lot of guest stars, five of whom are recurring throughout the series, four become pretty regular guest stars. And having this many extras in one episode threw the weenus out of whack, and I am not happy. I'm kidding. I actually had a blast breaking this one down, but before we dig into all the data, if you are new to friends or not a Craze fan like myself, this is your official warning that there will be spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. So this week, this is the first week that we get to have an opening scene. And if you guys remember from last week, I mentioned that my journey with this whole thing, as I started doing it, actually didn't even realize it for a long time, but my, my journey with this whole thing started decades ago with wanting to know what episode had the longest opening scene length. Episode one doesn't have it. It automatically starts with that credits with them dancing in the fountain. So this is our first episode where we get that. In our first episode, we have a minute and 10 seconds of an opening scene before we roll into the 45 seconds of credits. Again, we open up in the coffee house. So second episode, we're opening the coffee house. I think I found a new breakdown. I want to look at finding out how many times they open up in the coffee house because it's such an iconic place. It's become one of the biggest things that That logo for Central Park ends up on so many things for merchandise wise. So I'm going to be really excited to see how many episodes open in the coffee house. And we might just have to do a little bit of a breakdown of opening in the coffee house versus somewhere else. It seems to be dark out the windows of Central Park. Because it's opening up at night, I don't count it as a full day. I'm going to count it as a half a day. And then it seems that we have two full days that we go through and then including this half day nighttime that we get in the beginning. So about two and a half days that we see in this episode. Now our opening scene. (laughs) As far as clothes go and all those fabulous parts of this, some of it's good, some of it's not, as usual. I personally think that all three of the girls look pretty cute. I think it's much better than episode one, personally. I think Joey looks good. Chandler looks good. I don't like Chandler's pants, though. He tends to wear these jeans. <laughs> that They're like a light whitewashed jean. And I know that was a 90s thing, but I just don't like them. And I don't like Ross's shirt in this episode. And I still don't like the guy's hair. Ross's hair is super short and the guys still have their long hair. I hate Ross's work tie. I think it's so ugly. Like, it's So ugly. All right, going into day one, this is the next morning, and I don't like a lot of the outfits. Joey looks good again. Phoebe is about half good. I don't like her skirt, but her hair is freaking adorable in this moment. It's like a wavy, curly. I don't know if that's natural for her or if that's something that they do with ironwork, but it's absolutely adorable in this moment. And then the shirt she's wearing is super flattering. Chandler's shirt is, yeah, it's not my favorite, which a lot of his shirts are not my favorite. So you're probably going to hear that a lot. Monica looks very adult and momish, but that's just her look. She's supposed to be the mom of the group. And then Rachel is in a basic shirt. I don't love it. It seems really basic compared to the fun kind of tropical looking skirt she's wearing. It almost looks like a little sarong. It's really pretty. I like it a lot. And I almost wonder if it's like a little Easter egg nod to Aruba since that was where she was supposed to go on her honeymoon. When she's going and she's like complaining about having to go see Barry to return the ring. So I don't know if that was intentional to put her in something like that, but it works, right? So with that being said, we're going to roll right into our cast times I don't want to hold you out on that information all right so we had an average speaking time for across our six characters again when I talk about total speaking time it's going to be with the six characters only I'm not including the guest stars at this point so our average speaking time for our regular six is a minute and I'm gonna round up here so I don't wanna get into milliseconds even though it breaks it down like that, but it's a minute and 39 seconds. That's our average speaking time across the six characters. But what's interesting about that is four of our six are actually below that average mark. So the two that are above one who is so far above it really pulls that average up above the lower four. That's pretty cool. And then our total speaking time again, that's just our six main characters our total speaking time is only 9 minutes and 52 seconds. So 9 minutes and 52 seconds out of the total runtime, which is 24 minutes and 22 seconds, is our main six characters speaking. This is where it gets wild. (laughs) And this is where I just, my mind was freaking blown. I honestly don't even know where to start. This is crazy. So this episode, let's take a step back here. We're going to talk about the themes really quick for this episode and who I picked out as the main characters before we roll right into like their breakdown of timing, because I think it's important to think about this before we roll into that. We have the themes. Of- Of pregnancy. Obviously, Ross finds out that his ex-wife is pregnant. We have overbearing parents, particularly an overbearing mom with a daughter. And then we have the discussion of breakups because you've got Rachel returning the ring to Barry, breaking off her marriage. And then we've got the theme of OCD because we see Monica get, this is the first time we really see how OCD she is about stuff and how twirly, in in Phoebe's words, how twirly she gets about her mom coming over. So those are our main, Points here. I do consider Ross the main character of the episode, and then Rachel, and then Monica. So those are my top three. And it does fit well with the time breakdowns of these characters. But again, there were still some really surprising moments. So Ross leads the charge. He's the reason why the average speaking time is up so high. He's actually got a whopping four minutes and four seconds of speaking time for the episode. So that is quite a bit. That's a full, I think it's 34 seconds more than our top character, which was Rachel last week. So pretty incredible. He's got a whole whopping four minutes. Rachel has two minutes and 27 seconds. So she's down about a minute... From last week, and then even though I consider Monica a main character, she is also not also she is under the average of a minute thirty nine. But she is still one of the main characters and one of the main storylines. Right, we get the OCD, the parents. It's her parents too. There's the dinner she cooked lasagna. She's doesn't have a secondary storyline with that, so she just has that main internal storyline with the parents. Whereas Ross has got the parent storyline, but also has his sonogram. So I think that's why his time is actually more than double Monica's time. So Monica is sitting at about a minute and 20 seconds with her time in this episode, which is a pretty significant decrease from week one. She had, let's take a look back at week one for her. She had three minutes and 21 seconds in week one and she's only got a minute and 20 seconds. So she's about two minutes shy of what she did the week before. Rachel's down a minute and Ross is up about a minute and a half from last week. And then this is where it gets really interesting, you guys. So Chandler actually flips his time. He was two minutes and one second in episode one and he is one minute and two seconds in this episode. So he just flips his numbers. So again, he drops about a minute on his time and then... (laughs) so crazy to me. I thought last week Joey and Phoebe were secondary characters and boy was I wrong because they both, like all the other characters other than Ross, their time is cut by about a minute. A little over a minute for both of them. Phoebe has 33 seconds. That is it. 33 seconds. It's insane. It's 33 seconds, is all the time she has speaking on the episode. And then we get to Joey, who is even less time. Joey only has 26 seconds of speaking on the episode. So totally crazy. Again, I thought week one was insane for how secondary both Phoebe and Joey were. And I'm so wrong because roll in episode two and Phoebe and Joey have even less time. They're a fraction of Ross's time. Chandler doubles them. Monica more than doubles them and Rachel's three times over them. Pretty crazy. It's going to be really fun for you guys to see this this breakdown of that. In percentage-wise, if you're someone who thinks percentages, out of that nine minutes, Ross has 41% of those nine minutes. Rachel's got 25%, and then Monica's got 13% of those nine minutes. Chandler with 10%, Phoebe with 6%, and Joey with 4% of those nine minutes. So here's where it gets even weirder. Our guest stars, and we will break down the guest stars, in a minute, but the guest star total time of speaking across all eight of them was three minutes and 27 seconds. Three minutes and 27 seconds between eight guest stars, which is more than five of our six main cast. So before we get totally breaking down each individual guest star and comparing them directly back to each of the characters, we're going to roll back to checking out our day two clothing. Ross, day two, you really... You really just start with Ross and Rachel, and you don't see the rest of the cast until that evening. So the day portion of day two, you've got Ross, who is going to be at the sonogram. So when we meet Susan and Carol, Susan for the first time, Carol the second time we're meeting the episode. Ross has got his classic Professor Museum vibe going on. It's nothing special. He's got his slacks. He's got his button-up shirt. His typical outfit. Rachel is absolutely adorable. She's got a pair of jean overalls, which were all the rage in the 90s. I absolutely loved them. I love that they made a comeback for a little while and occasionally you still see them around but then she's also wearing it with a tank top and I totally remember wearing that in the 90s when I was a kid. I wore the overalls either the pant overalls or the short overalls with a tank top especially in the summertime. So then later in the day we get the rest of the cast in the apartment when Ross brings his sonogram home to show them the video recording that he has of it. And there are some great moments here. Chandler mentioning the Enterprise is about to tack just as a joke. And then Phoebe makes a point of saying, if you turn your head sideways and relax your eyes, it looks like an old potato, <laughs> which I just think is so funny because then Ross gets mad at her and tells her not to do that. But you don't see a whole lot, like you don't get to see full outfits of everybody other than the guys. Joey's is his typical, same as classic t-shirt tucked into a dark pair of pants and it's like an olive colored shirt that he's got on here. I like the look. Chandler is in the same freaking ugly jeans. I hate the jeans he's in. And then a bright, almost looks like a bowling shirt to me. It's like a bright yellow shirt. Short sleeve collared button up is what he's wearing. And that seems to be his outside of work ensemble. Short sleeve button up collared shirts with his jeans. And then Phoebe, we really only see her shirt in this and it's like a loose white shirt. There's not a lot of detail. It's pretty basic. Can't really say much about it because you don't really see it all the way. And Monica, you see her in the opening scene of this final part, but you don't see it up close. So it looks like it's like a pantsuit instead of a jean overall. It's like a rayon almost or something. Some sort of black overall pantsuit thing. She's got straps to go up over the shoulder and she's got a black tee that is underneath it. It's not a bad look. What's weird about it is when she turns away from Ross, when she starts to well up about being an ant. It looks like an apron from the back to me and I don't like that part of it. So I'm glad it's not something we see often and we didn't see that much of it. It's for a very short portion of this episode. Not my favorite. <laughs> so now the guest star times. We'll start with the bottom. The bottom, we've got the kid at the orthodontist. He's only got like two seconds in the episode and that's just because his mouth is full of stuff. He doesn't have any full sentences. He's got like single word answers. And then we roll into Dr. Oberman. She's got a very small blip. I think she has two actual lines that come out. So she's only got eight seconds in there. And then Ross's coworker, who we see at the beginning of the episode, she's got a little more time. She has a little, like a mini little rant that she goes on with, with Ross about what the cave woman is upset about, but really. It's a reflection of what she's upset about in her life. She's got 13 seconds. She's doing pretty good. Susan's got 21 seconds. So again, she's only in the later part of the episode in the the actual sonogram. And she's got some moments back and forth with Ross as well as with Carol, mostly just with Ross. But she's got 21 seconds. So four of our eight guest stars have less than our main characters. But the other four each individually have more time speaking than both Joey and Phoebe. Because remember, Phoebe's time was 33 seconds and Joey's time was 26 seconds. The last four of these guest stars have more than both of them. Not combined, just individually, they have more than both of them. So pretty freaking crazy to have a guest star have more than a main character. So it'll be interesting to see in the future when we have these episodes where we have a lot of guest stars, if it's a recurring theme that when the guests are there for a slightly larger storyline, if they are consistently getting more time than some of the main characters, that maybe their storyline just doesn't matter as much. So we have Monica and Ross's mom, Judy, Judy Geller. She has... 35 seconds, which is, again, that's more than both Phoebe and Joey. She's got 35 seconds, and then we go into Carol. Carol has... 37 seconds of time and then we roll into Barry Barry's actually got 43 seconds so he's actually got a decent amount of time he has a lot of one-liner moments but then he also has a couple of longer parts where he's talking about being with Mindy and you know how he and Rachel didn't work out and so he's got a couple of longer monologue moments that add to his time and then taking the cake for all eight guest stars we have Mr. Jack Geller. Elliot Gould, Ross and Monica's dad, he's got 46 seconds of time. And a big portion of that comes from when he's rambling at the dinner table with them and just he's eating a spaghetti and just keeps eating and talking and eating and talking. That's where most of his time comes from. 46 seconds, he takes the cake. But like I said, four of our eight guest stars, four of the eight guest stars had more speaking time than two of our six Main characters. It'll be really interesting to see again if that's a recurring theme when there's a lot of guest stars, if it chops some of our main characters. The guest total time, like I mentioned before, is three minutes and 27 seconds. So, what that does to our speaking time for the episode. So, remember, our total runtime is the 24 minutes and 22 seconds. Total speaking time for just the main six characters is nine minutes and 52 seconds. Adding in the guest time, we have a combined speaking time of 13 minutes and 19 seconds, which is slightly more than non-speaking time. So if you remember from last week, we had about a two minute difference with speaking time and non-speaking time between them. It was 16 minutes to 1335 is what you were looking at for speaking to non-speaking. And then this week we're looking at 1319 speaking to 11 minutes, three seconds, non-speaking. Obviously, like I said, this whole episode is a, five minutes shorter than last week. And we just have less time. There's just not as much speaking for this stuff. So a lot more guest star speaking time. It triples last week. Last week, we only had a minute 10 in guest stars. This week, we've got the 327. So it nearly triples the speaking time of last week. And we've got 11 minutes and three seconds of non-speaking time, which again, is still, that's a lot of time. If you really think about, you already have, in this case, with the 24 minute episode, you have let's say six minutes of commercials because you're going to stretch out to the 30 minute time slot. So you've got six minutes of commercial time and then plus that six minutes, you've got 11 minutes where nobody's talking. So that is where we're at for this week. I can't wait to look at next week. (laughs) I think every week I'm going to be so excited for the following week because it'll be interesting to see if things get even crazier, if things get, I don't know, if things get worse or better if we see a drastic change in the layout of who's where for their total speaking time because Episode one, we had Rachel at the top and Monica at the top and Ross at the top. Those were our top three characters. And the same top three characters are in episode two. They just rearrange a little bit. We've got Ross at the top. Now Rachel's in the middle and Monica's in third place. Chandler stays in fourth place between both episodes. And then Joey and Phoebe in the first episode. And second episode is Phoebe, then Joey. So looking down at to season three or season three. Jeez, I'm super excited. Looking at episode three, it'll be interesting to see if there's a drastic change, a drastic shift, if there's a huge drop in certain people, because like I said, Ross has got a pretty massive amount in episode two. Rachel had a decent amount in episode one. So did Monica. But we saw a two minute drop in Monica's from episode one, to episode two. So looking to see if that'll happen again in episode three between some of these characters. But the next thing that we can start doing now, you guys, which I'm so excited about, is looking at the compounded time across episodes. So compounded time between episode one and episode two, Ross is at the top, then Rachel, then Monica, then Chandler, then Phoebe, then Joey. So once we add in that third episode, I think that's where things are going to start to get a little wacky. Then we might see some changes. I don't know. Maybe we won't. We'll find out. But the compounded time part is actually really what's interesting to me because that is the big secondary part of why I'm doing this podcast and breakdown, as I mentioned, my initial main thing was looking at just those opening scenes. That's all I really cared about back in the day. Just wanted to know what freaking episode had the longest or shortest opening scene. Plus recognized some were really long and some were really short. Outside of that, my next thing that I started looking at was getting into is there a main character? Is there a character that subconsciously the writers gave more time to and not necessarily that the writers gave more time to because like I said in the last episode last week the delivery that the actors use to get their stuff out Ross speaks a little bit slower elaborates more and so does Rachel Rachel is just on a, a lower kind of bandwidth than like Monica is when I think than Chandler is and so their delivery of their lines adds to their speaking time however the amount of speaking that they get and what's in their script is based on what those storylines are, what what the main episode themes and storylines are going to be. And so far it fits. The first episode's called The Pilot or the other names for it were the one where Monica gets a roommate and she ends up, I guess she doesn't end up with most time. She ends up with the second most time, but the roommate they're talking about is Rachel who gets the most time. So that one kind of fits. Second episode, we've got Ross, who is the main storyline with The title is the one with the sonogram at the end, the storyline that fits the title, and he's got the most time. So it, it works. I like when it works like that. So we'll see if that continues, if that trend continues throughout the season and the series. All right, so I've got a goal for you because I want you to be prepared for next week. So I want you to go watch episode three right now. Thanks for tuning in this week. Don't forget to follow me over on Instagram at Podcast for visuals of each week's data. And if you love the breakdown this week, please go rate and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you're listening. Be sure to join me next week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. for our next minisode.